All right. Well, it is the last part of our afternoon. Well, next to last, we're going to do a wrap up, but we're getting close. We need to do some active learning. So we are going to do a fun activity that's going to involve creating with media. So we're going to give folks a couple choices. And I, I've learned that we are, are joined, I think, via video, and we have been for some time, by uh, Helena and Poplar. So hello to Helena and Poplar, who are joining us as well. And we're going to be giving you a couple choices for what you would like to do uh, with this activity. And I'm going to ask Karen to first give us a little bit of background, uh, talking about sort of where this started. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Flickr and give you a photo option as well as a video option. And our goal is to finish this in about 15 minutes so we give you a full hour of work time with a partner because we'd like for you to select somebody and hopefully work in a, in a group of two and create with media. And we'll give you some ideas for what it is that you can create. So, Karen, tell us about Flickr and how this photo, five photo project kind of got started. And you were muted, so yeah, there you go. There you go, good. Way back in 2007. In the old days. Um, yeah. Wes, well, Wes actually introduced me to Flickr many, many years ago, our team at AT&T, and, and I love Flickr. And, and my my next job will include no email except Flickr mail. That's, that's what I've decided. If I, if I could go out and be a photographer full-time and just keep doing that, that's what I would do. Um, all of the photos that I share on Flickr, I make public and Creative Commons licensed so that others can use them. Um, I, and just as a kind of my own little pat on the back, I've had my photos published on several occasions on online publications. Um, I just received last week someone in the UK wanted to know if they could use a photo I had taken for a website they were using. And I don't get paid for any of these. These are just, you know, I ask for attribution. Just make sure you link back to my photos. And just like our students, when you put work out on the global stage and people respond to it or see it and communicate with you, it really makes you want to be better. And and so and to continue to do those types of things. And so one of the things that we talk a lot about when we do workshops is visual literacy or media literacy. Um, and in 2007, Wes and I were co-presenting similarly, only we were both at sites and we were video conferencing a school in Missouri with a school in Oklahoma. And we did a, was it a three-day workshop, I think? Yes. And I had found a, a group on Flickr called Tell a Story in Five Frames. And thought it was a wonderful idea that using just five photos, you know, and then I always think of, is it, I think Elmo talked about a story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Well, we had a little more than that. We had five four photos. But um, the stories were five photos, and they tell a story. And the only words allowed were the title. And what a great way to, you know, to tell stories simply using visual sources or visual using photographs. So um, I was using this site on demonstrations. I presented at conferences quite often and at workshops about Flickr, and I found this group and loved it. But the particular day that I was going to use it in 2007, I pulled up a photo that, or a, a story that wasn't really teacher-student friendly. It was more National Geographic with lions mating that I really wanted to show on the great big screen. 
so I thought, wow, you know, I can't control the content that someone else is putting out there. Now, for a general uh, adult audience, not really inappropriate, but for, for teachers and students, it wasn't something I wanted to continue, you know, to show and, and take that chance that that would happen. So when Wes and I were getting ready to do this workshop, I created our own group called Tell a Story five photos for educators and the difference here is that although these are public stories and it's still Twitter I monitor this site we have 181 members as of today and and many stories several stories um, that people have created over the years and it you know I don't get a, doesn't get a lot of activity on it except when we do a workshop like this and we talk about it but if a story is posted I get an email and then I can go and I've never had to um, delete a story. They've always been appropriate stories, but it's just that little bit of monitoring because we always want to moderate what we're doing. And this was a lesson I learned very quickly that I want to make sure that with some of the things that I'm showing, I'm going to have some control or moderation, even though I love the idea. So um, some of the stories that have been up there, have gone up there, are you know just people who found the site and posted them. Many of them are obviously West. Wes's stories, my stories. Um, I think he has up the Rachel story right now. Um, Rachel getting her haircut, Wes's youngest daughter. And she's so little now, Wes, compared to what she, I mean, the pictures I've seen recently, she looks so little there. Um, but she, she was getting her haircut, and I love that last one. And Wes posted that story and then went on to do another. another well, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in because Karen encouraged me. She said, you know, that would make a great voice thread. And so if you go, how many of you know about VoiceThread, the website VoiceThread? Just love that site. And if you go to browse VoiceThread and you just put in haircut, actually there's only six things that come up. This one's now been viewed 54,000 times. It's got over 1,200 approved comments. Um, I won't play the whole thing, but this is an example of how as we talk with media, we can layer it with different elements. I'll just play a couple of Rachel's and then a couple of the feedback. Um, page here. You can see there's a lot of comments that I haven't moderated, um, but we'll listen to a couple of the comments, too. Um, I'm, I'm all done, and it looks so beautiful, and I like it. Now, you can leave comments in different ways. Here's a text comment. Her haircut looks awesome. I was able to approve that, so it showed. Okay. That's a nice story. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Don't know who that person is, where they live. Rachel, thank you for sharing this great haircut story with me. This was so wonderful to come home and find in my mailbox after such a long day. 
and you're very lucky that your daddy does take so many photographs and that you're learning how to use these tools. You are on the cutting edge, kiddo. Get it? Cutting edge? Okay, take care. Hello, Rachel. I'm a teacher in New Zealand. And I can't wait to show my students your fabulous story about your haircut. Thank you so much for sharing it. And by the way, you look absolutely gorgeous. Now, she could have written gorgeous, but that wasn't how she said it. She said gorgeous. And, you know, it, it just so happens that these folks are now part of my learning community. This was Bob Sprankle, who is a fourth grade elementary technology integrator in Wells, Maine. Um, this is Christy Hollier, who's from New Zealand, um, I think is now in Bangkok, uh, Thailand, teaching. Uh, did a presentation for the K-12 online conference that we'll talk more about tomorrow. But... Anyway, this is, what do you give for Mother's Day and Father's Day? Could you give the voices of your children or your relatives or your voice, perhaps? I've learned that mothers even like to hear from their sons when they're older, you know, and uh, they are more excited, perhaps, about those grandchildren. But these can be shared privately. These can be shared publicly. The comments can be moderated. So when we talk about this idea of talking with media, it, there's a continuum. And there's a lot of value in limiting it to just pictures and saying, with five pictures, I want you to um, tell me a story. Karen, anything else to add, kind of as background for the well, project? I just wanted to show one of my, you know, we saw Rachel, but I recently, and I don't think you can see this very well, it's a sterling biographies book of Sacagawea or Sacagawea, depending on where you live. And again, I mentioned that I've had my photos published, and I had a... Um, a publisher or an editor from Sterling emailed me through Flickr and say, you have a picture of the Missouri River, which I live very close to, and could we use it in a ch children's biography? And so on page 42, there's no Kindle version yet, is my picture of the Missouri River, which I know is hard to see. Unfortunately, my camera is very light, likes the light, but it reflects. But it was a picture, and so um, it took a while, but all I asked of this is that they send me a copy of my book, or the book, and, um, and put my name in it where that it was my photo. So um, this is another, you know, even though the photo was digital, it's actually taken with my iPhone camera, which is not a good quality photo. It showed ice on the Missouri River, which was similar to the conditions when Lewis and Clark left St. Charles on their trip across during the, um, you know, the Takora Discovery um, in the 1800s, so kind of a little thing there. Um, wanted to point that out. And then also that, you know, as Wes said, there's so many different ways, and we heard the student earlier talking about the teacher no longer says you have to use a PowerPoint presentation or you have to do something with a certain tool. Um, and this really lends itself to that, that if you aren't using Flickr at your school, and many schools block Flickr, um, there are lots of ways to tell stories with photos. And there are ways then to add voice, add audio, and um, I've been playing around, you know, again, I don't want to brag about my iPhone, because I know you don't have them yet there. Hey, they're coming, though. Best Buy said Verizon is bringing it, so... They're coming okay, next week or the week after. <laughs> but I've been playing around with several different ways to make videos, uh, create videos on my iPhone directly from the phone. And there's several. I, I love Splice. That's my new favorite. Uh, but I'm presenting at a conference in a couple of weeks, and we're doing something on iPhone filmmaking. So I've been learning how to use some of these things 
And it is amazing to me that I can have iMovie right here and take video and photos that I've taken right on this device and put them together and add my own music or add my own audio and then generate that movie right here and then upload it wherever I decide or choose that I'd like to upload that. All right. So all of us, both the folks at our remote sites and here, are going to have two broad category options. Um, Option two is this idea of telling a story in five photos. And on your handout link for today, with all of our links, you scroll down to the afternoon of Thursday. We've got group project work, and we've got the tell a story in five photos. Now, how many of you have heard of posterous before or posterous? Posterous. I had not heard of this until last, early in the fall, I think. And there are several different sites that are allowing people to just real quickly share a photo, share some audio, share something quickly. And um, Posterous is one of those accounts. Is our internet okay? Maybe it's just me. I'm getting a little bit slow here. Um, I don't think I preloaded this page. How many of us are comfortable sending an email attachment? Are we good with that? Then you can do this project. The project that, that uh, Karen just showed, hey, there, there's somebody we know. There was Maria. Um, actually, you've got to join Flickr, which is now owned by Yahoo, and then you've got to post the pictures on your Flickr account, and then you get the embed code, and you put them in this discussion group of a group you join. Okay? How many steps is that? like 10 or something, right? We need fewer steps. How do we make this fewer steps? So what we've created is a site, and I may have to... Hmm, my, my Internet's coming up. Um, we've created a site uh, with Posterous for five photos that allows us to just email in our... Um, photos and to not have to join a group or anything like that. So what I'm going to do here in a little bit is I'll, maybe I'll figure out how I can cycle this on, um, on, the, uh, on the computer. The instructions are there on your page. What you need to do when you take your pictures is you send an email. And you can send this from whatever email account you want because this is moderated. The pictures don't go up right away. And that address, post at fivephotos.posterous.com, you attach all five pictures to that email, and then they go up. All right? You've got different choices of what to do. We have on that site, and for some reason I'll figure out my Internet, um, it's been fun to do fairy tales. And so if we've got some creative folks here who would like to do that, those are some examples that you're going to see. Uh, Karen and I were talking about just... We've had discussions today. If money wasn't an object, what would learning look like at your school? That's one maybe you could do. All you'll be putting in is the title, and that's the subject line of your email, and the rest of it are images. And so we're going to give you an hour of time today to work on this, and we're going to have an hour of time actually tomorrow morning as well. Um, And so you can do a different project tomorrow, or you can continue with your partner. As a goal, we'd like you to create something in this hour, okay? And the option two is is going to be to take this five-photo idea and then email your pictures in, all right? Anybody have a question about the five-photo project idea? 
Another reason we're doing this is to model a way this can happen in the classroom, right? Just like this workshop. We have a limited amount of time. We've got a lot of different people. How are we going to get you to or get us to submit our stuff together? This is one way to do it. Um, Posterous is a free website to use to do this. All right? Your second option that you have is the one that I'm going to just really encourage this group to go for, and it is a educational leadership vision challenge. And we have got some flip cameras, and Diane and others are going to assist us in checking these out. How much does one of these cost? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, over 100 bucks, right? So with my pre-service teachers at North Texas, their the uh, College of Information there, Learning Service, Learning Technologies, they bought a tub. They got 25 flip cameras. But you don't want to just check them out and give them to everybody without any kind of documentation. So what I had my students do was turn in an ID, a phone, some keys. We wrote down the number that they checked out, and then they checked out their camera. So you and your partner don't both need to check one out. You just need to check one out for your team. Um, the thing, who's used a flip camera before? Show of hands. Okay. What do you do to take a picture with a flip camera? Turn it on and push the red button. Okay. So the power button is here on the side, and there's a red button on the back. You push it to start the recording. You push it to stop. Um, it is called a flip camera. Why? Because the USB flips out. And so we would like for you to interview some people, and they can be your partner if you want to, or you could interview other people. But in 30 seconds, we would like for you to answer this question. What does it mean to have vision as an educational leader in 2011? Now, let's say a few things about publishing and sharing. Um, you do not have to be recorded on video. You also do not have to publish the video that you take. But we're going to encourage you to do that and get the permission of people who you ask. That conversation is going to be like this. I'm doing an interview uh, project, and we're sharing some videos on YouTube. Can I ask you uh, about education? Whatever. Ask your question. Is it okay if I publish it on, the, on YouTube? Never publish video to YouTube that you don't have the permission to share. Is this an important thing for students to understand? Of course it is. Uh, just because I can do it doesn't mean it's legal for me to do it. And so, you know, I want to help. If you're not being challenged in your professional development, Will Richardson said this Monday, if you're not being pushed into areas to, that, you know, where you haven't gone before with your learning and professional development, maybe you need to get some different professional development, okay, because your professional development should stretch you. So I want you to be stretched today, but at the same time, I don't want anybody to feel like they're going to be doing things from a privacy and confidentiality standpoint that you don't want to do. Um, you know, you absolutely may not want to publish anything on the web, and that's fine. You will be able to find people in this room who will let you record them, all right? I will. Uh, there'll be some other people that will, too. So I don't know if I'm saying that well enough, but basically I want you to be stretched and try some new things and work together, but I don't want you to feel upset and angry that, you know, he made me put myself on YouTube. I, I, I'm not doing that, okay? You do not have to do that. Um, I'm intentionally not giving you all the steps for how to do this. Why? Because we can figure it out. 
And because part of learning in the 21st century is not just being a procedural learner with the handout that says every step, it's also being a navigational and a collaborative learner, right? And we're going to help you do that. You're not on your own. We're going to assist you. Um, but that's, that's the, the idea. So the last thing to say about this video project is how are we going to share these videos? And... Why would it be a bad idea for me to give everybody the login credentials to my YouTube account? I'm serious. Why is that a bad idea? Yeah, you have total access to all my Google world, right? You have access to my Gmail. You have access to my Google Reader. You have access to my YouTube. Everything. Would not be a good idea as a teacher to do that. So what I have done is set up a... YouTube site just for us to use. It's called Edu Sandbox. And there's a free website called Pixelpipe. Pixelpipe lets you post media and it goes different places. I have created this account so it only goes one place to YouTube. And so I'm going to leave this up here because it's got our credentials and because we're being recorded, I, I don't know, I'll, I can change the password and the login later. Um, but you are going to go to the website Pixelpipe, and this is linked on our handout. And just click Quick Post. And just like you attach an email, it's going to ask you to attach the video that you'd like to share. Three things that you put in about it, the title you want, the description you want, and then the tags. And the tags are the keywords that are used for other people to find your video. In this case, we're going to use the tag um, Digital Vision 2011. And that particular tag will get aggregated, which means collected, so that other people um, will be able to see these videos. All right. Does anybody have a question about your activity challenge for the next 60 minutes? And it is 10 till. Rob? Are we to do both or pick? I would like, I would suggest you pick one and then do, because in order to, all of this requires some planning. It's not just about let's turn on the device and go, right? If you're going to do a five photo story, I mean, think about the resources you have. Folks at our remote sites may not have flip cameras, but you may have some still cameras on your digital camera that you brought perhaps or on a cell phone. So I suggest you pick one. Tomorrow you could do a different one. Okay, and if you're doing video, take several interviews. You don't have to publish all of them, but if you can publish at least one, that'd be great. Okay, other questions? Okay, this is where it gets messy and fun. Karen, anything else to add before we turn them loose? Oh, you're muted. We didn't hear that. You're muted. We're good? Okay. All right. Go for it. We will reconvene in 60 minutes at 10 till 4. And, yeah, come over here. To, when you're ready to check out your flip camera, come over to the table. Thank <laughs> you.